Welcome back to Mainly Movies, the podcast where we mainly talk about movies. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, DJ. What's up, DJ? Hey, man. I am pretty excited to talk about today's movie. We're talking about Shazam! And you have to say it with emphasis because the title has an exclamation point in there. <laughs> How long can we keep that up this episode, DJ? Oh, probably not very long because we're going to say Shazam a lot. <laughs> you see, you already didn't emphasize it that time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shazam! There it is. is. the movie we're talking about today. Uh, yeah, so I guess this is our first official episode of Mainly DC, DJ. <laughs> we can't start another series, not when we're just finishing Mainly Marvel. I'm gonna keep joking about it until it's a real thing. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, so we saw Shazam, uh, came out this weekend. How do we want to talk about this movie? Um, I don't really know. I, I guess we should just go beat by beat. I think I think we can point out a lot of fun stuff here uh, for the movie. Um, I guess a little background. What did you know about Shazam before... Uh, excuse me. What did you know about Shazam before <laughs> seeing the movie? Uh, I'd say about the character, very little. Mm -hmm. I Like, I know, like, it's a boy, and when he says, Shazam, he turns into a superhero. Yeah. That is basically the extent of my knowledge of, like, I don't know any of his villains or anything. It's basically just from Injustice yeah. that I know who Shazam is, yep. the video game. Injustice, Injustice video game. I am in the exact same boat. I knew of Shazam before that, but it wasn't really a character I was very interested in. Uh, it seemed pretty silly. So, yeah, we we went into this with a pretty baseline knowledge of Shazam. And that's yeah, okay. and, like, I don't even remember him appearing in, like, Justice League, like, the TV show or anything. I don't either, and I don't know if I'm just missing it, but, yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, so, kind of support, like, DC hasn't really ventured into, like, the unknown hero territory, I feel like, yet. I mean, Suicide Squad a little bit, but that was just, like, a complete failure. <laughs> yeah, so this was kind of a new approach for DC, and I think... I don't know. We can spend a little time on like what our expectations of this movie were. Uh, but I think the trailer definitely set it up as like, oh, this is a fun DC movie. And it had to be because we've had dozens of superheroes on the big screen. But I don't think we've had a superhero quite as ridiculous as the premise of a 14-year-old boy saying, Shazam! And then turning into an adult person like with superpowers i don't know if we've had anything that just patently ridiculous and if you're gonna go with it you just have to really roll with it and i think dc did that they definitely did and i think okay so this is this is a different movie than the other dc movies clearly yeah and i think our response to it is going to be different and i think a big reason for that is this time they're in on the joke like, they know it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And they play into that. I think in past DC movies, and I'm sorry, I'm just going to spend a lot of time talking about other DC movies in this episode. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but <laughs> a lot of, like, there are just ridiculous things in those movies. 
And those are the scenes that stand out because it's just like, what? Like, this is over the top. But in the past, the movies have played it just straight faced, like, because everything is so serious and dark in the other ones when it really, I don't know if it shouldn't have been, but it wasn't the right time, I guess. Yeah. So all that to say, finally, we get a DC movie that is trying to have fun. And I think it succeeds on that front. I think it does too, but I I will go to bat for DC a little bit because when they started with Man of Steel and Batman v Superman and all that, Marvel was like at peak Marvel at that point. I think they were probably somewhere in phase two or something. So DC wanted to get on board the superhero train while not appearing to copy Marvel's formula. Hmm. So they tried to do something different, and I I don't I don't think that's the worst approach. Well, I, I, think I don't think it end, succeeded. And product wasn't very different. Like, it felt a lot like what Marvel was trying to do. Well, see, I don't know if I agree with that. Because they were talking... You just mentioned how they were going, like, this dark and dreary route. And it feels like Marvel has not done that until literally, like, the past two movies or whatever with Thanos and such. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, we're going we're gonna to spend a lot of time talking Marvel and DC in this episode. Let's, let's actually talk through... <laughs> I do. (laughs) Well, we'll see. Let's actually talk about Shazam, the movie. Yeah, let's talk about Shazam. Okay. So, basic premise is you've got a foster kid that's constantly running away from foster homes. Can't really find a good home. He's constantly searching for his birth mother, who... uh, lost him when he was very small i don't know how old maybe three or four and so he keeps running away and eventually he gets superpowers that's the basic story i don't know if you want to go super in detail on all of the scenes no i I think i think that should be sufficient okay so i will say so the opening scene where we kind of get like the breakdown of what uh, Shazam the wizard is and you get uh, what we later learn is Thaddeus the villain's backstory mm-hmm. did you know that that was the villain like how long did it take you to realize that that was the villain Um, not too long just because I had seen trailers and I knew this wasn't the kid that was playing Billy so uh, I, I was I got with it pretty quickly or did you did was it not as yeah, clear? I, f- I just I feel like maybe they were trying to set it up as like you thought this was going to be the guy that became Shazam. Okay, okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but we get that whole opening sequence. We kind of learn about like the seven deadly sins and how they're like, yeah, being held captive by Shazam and all that. Because that is Which not is... something I knew from the Shazam mythos. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, it's. It's interesting watching a movie where I don't, like, already know the hero's backstory. Kind of refreshing, too. It really is. Um, Yeah, and so we kind of start out with the villain's backstory and kind of the universe set up. And then we shift over to Billy and how he's running away and stuff. He finds this new home. Uh, A lot of this stuff was in the trailer. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, so he he gets this new home with uh, five other kids in it, I think. Yes. And he has a roommate, Freddy. I'm already going to say, Freddy, 
I loved Freddy. Freddy is one of my okay. favorite characters that <laughs> I I've know. seen I, this year. Freddy is amazing. <laughs> I thought it could go one of two ways. Because he, like, I think he definitely stands out in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing I've seen the actor in is he was in It. He was one of, like, the kids in the It movie last fall. Oh, okay. Or was that two years ago? I think it was two years ago. Yeah, Ben. Um, yeah, but he, like, made the most of this role. Like, I feel like, I don't know if the role was written to be as large as it was. I feel like he really filled out that role as, like, Billy's best friend and kind of sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Freddy it feels like the embodiment of what works about this movie. He's just such a fun, light character, and he is very aware that he is in, like, this DC world. And I love that through him we realize that this is, you know, within the DC universe, but it doesn't feel as forced or anything. It just feels natural. Like he's wearing Superman shirts and stuff that you would be able to buy in like target or something. He's obsessed with like Batman. He's got like a battering. It's just like, Oh yeah, this looks cool. And he's got like a bullet that has bounced off Superman. I love like how, how just intrinsically nerdy this character is. Freddie's great. Freddie's great. Yeah. No, I I like that point that, his character's great, and also the way that they handled the rest of the DC universe kind of threw him. Mm-hmm. Especially even even all the way to the very last scene, like the post-credits scene, I think. Is it post-credits or right before the credits where Superman shows up? And we don't even get to see his face. <laughs> I was like, oh, DC. Oh. Like, that was just like a good bit. Yeah, like, it really was. <laughs> I'm not used to DC being able to pull off that don't, kind of humor. man. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. Like, I'm sorry. It just hasn't happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Freddy was really good. Um, yeah, and then his cam- chemistry with uh, Shazam, which is uh, Zachary... Is it Levi or Levy? Oh, gosh. Levy. I assumed it was Levi, but now I'm questioning we'll, everything. We'll go We'll go with Levi. Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch Chuck. Yeah, I, don't I didn't know. either. Sorry. Zachary, um, and I don't think he had any speaking lines in Thor: The Dark World. Uh, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> but he was amazing as Shazam. I thought, I, like, I didn't have an issue with like the um, the character of Billy Batson being betrayed as uh, by Asher Angel. I think is that the the kid version or Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. I think they both nailed who that character was. He just seemed mm-hmm. like a guy who he seemed like a teenager who was really elated to get these powers. I. I haven't seen him in things before, but I think he really nailed the role. I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was great. He, yeah. Yeah, it was just like a refreshing, just like fun, I don't know, good chemistry between the actors. It was like their own brand of humor. It wasn't trying to like copy anything else I didn't feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so, I mean, the rest of the story really does kind of follow just like a somewhat typical predictable like superhero arc of like discovering powers and like having this villain that kind of like it was all the classic beats but i feel like it was just fun to watch it like i don't know yeah it really was i feel like and i feel like this would be a fair question especially for you and i with uh our most recent episodes but if someone were to ask why do you like superhero movies so much i think if you needed to show them a movie to get them on board with like why that genre is so popular you show them shazam because shazam is fun from start to finish 
it's not something you need to know a ton of like background about the character beforehand. It's a pretty simple premise. 14-year-old boy can say Shazam and get superpowers and is an adult all of a sudden. And yeah. it follows that in such a natural way. Like as soon as uh he and Freddy like hook up right after his powers, they're like trying to figure out what all he can do. <laughs> they go to uh uh like 7-Eleven and get some beer and it <laughs> and they hate that. And man, this movie is just so fun in so many ways. And for whatever reason, it's set around Christmas, but it kind of works. <laughs> what what was the Christmas thing? Like, were they planning on this being a Christmas release? I don't know. Are they really trying to, like, sell DVDs when it's released on DVD around Christmas? I, There's a lot of Christmas in this movie. I mean, I kind of just related it to, like, how Iron Man 3 is kind of a Christmas-esque movie. Yeah, what I I don't understand why movies do that. I don't either. But I I mean it worked. <laughs> it didn't bother Is it me. So they can play it on like TNT over the holidays or something? I I mean I would watch this during the holidays. But not because it had Christmas stuff in it. That is true. <laughs> like that Santa got so much screen time. That Santa was freaking hilarious <laughs> at the end. It was so funny. My entire theater was laughing out loud. He was just dropping F bomb after F bomb. So unexpected. So funny. <laughs> oh man yeah yeah the whole discovering super powers thing was great um probably one of the best uses of uh don't stop me now by queen mm -hmm. <laughs> their whole like little montage thing mm -hmm. uh uploading youtube videos just discovering power that's probably one of the most fun like superpower discoverable videos we've seen in quite a while because we've seen a lot of superhero movies and we can get kind of tired of origin stories, but they were able to make this fresh and fun. Yeah, and it's like the self-aware thing. Like, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse kind of did that, where it's like, we know it's like the origin story. Mm -hmm. We know this is a thing. Like, now the joke is just that we've done it so many times. <laughs> yeah. And they, they do play into that. They're like, oh... We know all these powers, and uh, Freddy like knows how to test them all, or has at least thought about how to test them all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when he's in the box and he <laughs> scratches out teleportation tests, <laughs> puts like mm -hmm. fireproof tests, and lights the box on yeah. fire. Yeah. Oh man, I love Freddy. <laughs> yeah, and so I also thought like I liked the pacing of this movie because it didn't feel like they were in a hurry to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, they were fine spending time on this, spending time on, like, Billy's relationship with the Foster family. Mm -hmm. And it didn't feel like, oh, we've got to get to this end thing because it has to tie back into this big universe that we're setting up. Like, we're not... And maybe that's just because I've watched 22 Marvel movies in the past five months or whatever, <laughs> where there's just this big goal that we're constantly building toward. But it was just nice to have a movie where it's like, Let's just spend time, like, enjoying the superhero, like, trope and just enjoying the experience of watching some random superhero do superhero things. And something that, like, plays into that is the fact that Shazam didn't really have an objective. About halfway through the movie, he's still just getting autographs and, like, making lightning with his hands. He's not trying to become a superhero. It's more the supervillain wants to get rid of him. So the movie lets us just enjoy being a superhero with him along the way because he's not actually trying to do anything super he's just enjoying what he has and it's fun yeah and even when the the villain shows up it's like 
oh yeah, I'm a hero. I have to have a villain to fight against. Like, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll learn how to fight villains now. Then Freddy going, super villain! Super villain! I know. <laughs> I, I know. It's just such a fun way to, like, approach it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What else What else do we want to hit on here? I feel like all of the... They did a lot of jokes of him, like, turning back and forth between uh, Shazam and Billy. I feel like all of those were fun. Yeah, that's his thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's one of his things. I didn't realize he also had all of these other powers. When they were discovering powers, I was, like, honestly surprised by some of them. I was like, hmm. <laughs> You're just like, oh, I, I like, didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, he has quite a few powers. Okay, what did you think of uh, the way they defeated the villain? Because it's, it's not a typical, like, fine inter- inner strength or anything like that. He, like, enlists the power of his family and stuff, so... I think that was a pretty interesting way to resolve things, giving all of his yeah. foster family and superpowers. <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't expecting it at all. Okay, good. I wasn't either, and I didn't want to be like, yeah, I didn't see that coming. You'd be like, oh. And this is, what, like, I wanted to say props to the trailer, because, mm-hmm. like, it it set up the story at the beginning, while also not revealing to, like, I didn't feel like things were spoiled. Mm-hmm. And I definitely did not see all of the family members coming. Like, they definitely could have put that piece in the trailer. And, like, other movies would have done that. Yeah, I'm really glad they didn't. Because, yeah, I think it's a really strong moment in the movie. And they, like, get their time to shine. Like, the adult counterparts, like, get a pretty extended fight scene. It's not like they all of a sudden just gang up on one person. So I think that was kind of fun that they left some time for them to be superheroes as well. And... They're not dwelling in the fact that they gave all these kids superpowers. They're just like, oh yeah, this is fun. This is how they're going to defeat this villain. And I don't know. Sometimes you just have to applaud a movie for being happy to just have fun within its movie without having to worry about further ramifications in the universe or anything like that. Yeah. And like when they all grabbed the staff and like all said Shazam. They all say Billy first. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. (laughs) And then they all say Shazam. There was, like, applause in my theater. Like, people were clapping. And I was like, I've never seen that for just, like, a standalone hero movie that, like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say other people in the theater, like, didn't know way more about Shazam than I did. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, no. <laughs> so, like, I just think that's proof that the movie did a really good job of getting us invested in a story and then giving us, like, a fun like idea and twist to play with and like everyone knew exactly what was happening and like what this meant and it was like yeah this is awesome (laughs) yeah and it also made like the seven deadly sins or whatever like just these obnoxious cgi monsters it was like okay it makes sense why those are all like here now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we can have all of the foster kids fight them yeah it makes a lot of sense and yeah i just didn't see it coming (laughs) yeah yeah, definitely not like a typical uh, last battle. <laughs> also, when so so Mark Strong, what's his name, Thaddeus, is like chasing Shazam around the city, and they stop in the air and they're like <laughs> facing each other for like a final like face off, mm-hmm. and Mark Strong starts saying his like villain monologue. He starts monologuing. He, yeah, <laughs> and then we go back to Shazam, and he's like, "What? What? <laughs> I can't hear you." <laughs> That was so fun. I oh, thought that man. was great. Man, I have not laughed like this in a movie in quite a while. Uh, 
Shazam surprised me. I, I don't know if we talked about expectations or anything, uh, but I, yeah, I just didn't really know what to expect with this. It's a silly premise, and you really have to roll with it, but man, it worked out. Yeah, yeah, it really did. It worked for me. Um, yeah, and like, I'm not bothered, like, I kept expecting at the end of the movie and then post credit scenes, they were going to tie it in straight into like the DC universe and they did have like Superman show up and didn't show his face but that was a like, fun scene yeah and it's like okay so we met Superman and it doesn't necessarily have to be like Henry Cavill like they're also kind of like guarding their bases there mm-hmm. um yeah but like uh, that didn't bother me as much like I I didn't need it to be tied into the rest of the DC universe and I hope that DC like learns from this and it's like we can do movies where it's just an individual movie we're aware that there is a universe around it but we're not building this thing like constantly over time putting like one block on top of the other to try to achieve some great thing like marvel has with infinity war Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and, and also i it is worth saying that like having done the whole marvel thing this was extra refreshing having a movie that's just its own thing and is original. Very true. <laughs> I was a little sad he never put up the hood. I don't know why. I just feel like <laughs> if he has the hood, why didn't he put the hood on ever? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I like the look of the costume, though. Yeah. Like the shorter cape. I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. And just the giant lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are a lot of really fun scenes in this movie. It's definitely like rewatchable, recommended to people that just want to like go watch a fun superhero movie. Yeah, I agree. Shazam's great. Uh, I don't know if I really have any more else to say. I, I was planning to come here and just talk about how much I enjoyed it, how much of a breath of fresh air it was. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So... It's still early because this is only the Sunday of opening weekend that we're talking about it, but it looks like it's going to make about 53 to 56 million opening weekend. Okay. Which is like pretty good. Captain Marvel made 153 million opening weekend. Yeah. Which is a whole lot. So, like, Marvel movies are still going to make more just because they've built a larger thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the budget of Shazam was. I hope this is, like, a satisfying amount for them to be making. Uh, Wikipedia is saying between oh. 80 and 100 million. Yeah, so that's, like, rel- 100 million is a giant budget, but that's a relatively low superhero budget, <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Yeah, so worldwide about a 158 uh, estimated. Uh, for the yeah, weekend. so it's it's gonna make a ton of money. I want it to. I think this was really good, and we don't yeah. get to. We don't have a ton of fun DC movies, dang it! And I want to incentivize them to just make good movies in general. And I think Shazam fits that. I thought Aquaman was good too. I think DC's maybe turning things around. Yeah, maybe. Well, I say that. Do we want to spend some time talking about what DC has on the slate coming up? I'd rather not. I think we've, <laughs> I think we've touched on it in past episodes. Okay. Uh, I mean, what all do you know? The last I've heard about is the Suicide Squad reboot. That's basically bringing everyone back except Will Smith. Uh, with James yeah, Gunn at the helm. Directed, so yeah, directed by James Gunn. So there are 
three DC movies slated to release before that movie. Whoa, okay. The first is Birds of Prey. Is that the Harley Quinn is, movie, I'm guessing? Yeah, Harley Quinn. They thankfully retitled it because it used to be like Birds of Prey or the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn or something like that was the full title of it. It might it like, The Ooh. full title might stay that way. We don't know. No, no, no. It, it is now, at least on Wikipedia, it is now just Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so that's like focusing on Harley Quinn and some other side characters. So I don't know what that's going to be. Um, because I don't know if the suicide Harley Quinn really needs to be focused on a whole lot. Maybe just my opinion. Well, I, I hmm, hmm. I think they're probably going to go a different direction, just keeping I the hope name so. and the character. I mean, they're rebooting Suicide Squad, keeping everybody. So, I, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty interested in that property. Yeah, I, yeah, I just don't know where that one's going to go. Um,. After that, we've got Wonder Woman 1984, which I think is going to be a hit no matter what. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and they're keeping the same director. Uh, I don't know what the story's going to be like or anything, but I think that'll be good. And then we have The Batman 2021. Is this? How? I don't know. So Ben Affleck is not going to be Batman, but he is producing the movie. Okay. And I think it's his character, but maybe younger. And I don't think they've cast a Batman yet. And they start shooting in November. So I don't know what's going on with that one. That's a shame. I think Ben Affleck was a pretty great Batman. I I would have liked to see him in a solo movie. Well, I mean, solo without Superman, like, sort of. Yeah, he's just old. I think that was the point of that Batman, though. I know, but I don't know if he can do a solo, like, real old Batman movie. Like, what's he going to do? I mean, he did pretty good in his, uh, like, one action scene in Batman v Superman. Like, that was cool. Yeah, I just, like, it It was interesting that, like, we, we got this Batman. I don't know if anyone cares about this discussion. If, if you <laughs> were here for the Shazam review, that's done. We're talking about DC stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is my fault. Yeah, but... Yeah, I it, it was interesting to, like, we have this Batman that's already been through, like, all of the classic Batman stuff. And this is, like, him, like, post all of that. Like, he's already done Joker, and he's already done the Riddler and all that. Mm-hmm. I just want to go back to that stuff, because that's the stuff that makes Batman great. So... I don't know. I I wouldn't mind like a flashback of like, oh, this is how Batman defeated whoever. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we also should note because the trailer dropped recently, the Joker movie that is coming out in what October, and that is not a part of this universe at all, right? Right. So, so I don't know. I. I've heard a lot of people that are really excited about it, like, having seen the trailer. So, I think it spans beyond just, like, typical superhero nerds. I think so, too. I think Joker is a pretty... I think people are pretty familiar with Joker and interested in what Mm -hmm. he's got to uh, bring to film, especially after uh, The Dark Knight. Yeah, I, I do feel... After Shazam, I do feel a little more confident in what DC's got going on, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. 
Well, that that's good. Because <laughs> hopefully, uh, there was talks way back when for uh, The Rock to play Black Adam, uh, which is one of Shazam's main bad guys from my limited understanding of... So uh, was he... Was he... Was he originally going to be Black Adam? I think at one point he was supposed to actually be Shazam. Oh, really? Yes. I feel like I read that somewhere. Interesting. And then he shifted to be Black Adam. Because I don't know if you noticed, he was a produ- like a co-producer on this movie. No, I did not know that. I, I, saw, his, I saw Dwayne Johnson in the credits. Interesting. And I was like, huh, I didn't know he like stayed around to pro- like help produce. I want to make sure that's right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, and they did set up for a Shazam sequel, as every superhero movie has to do. Yeah, you gotta do that, though. Uh, with a uh, weird telepathic caterpillar? My whole theater was just laughing at how ridiculous it was. You was so stupid. <laughs> but it was and, also like, it very looked, funny. <laughs> I know, I looked it up and I was like, sure enough, this is one of Shazam's villains, mm-hmm. is this talking caterpillar. Yeah, I thought they alluded to Black Adam in, uh, I think it was Shazam the Wizard was showing how they gave their uh, champion and how the champion like let the seven deadly sins go or something like that. I thought that was in reference to Black Adam, but they didn't tease that at the very end, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. But who knows? I could just be looking too far into it. Yeah. Also, I feel like how many superhero movies has uh what's his name that was Shazam the Wizard uh Jimon Hansu? Jimon Hansu. How many superhero movies has he been in? I don't know, I but like he's racking like them four. up. <laughs> he was apparently he was just an Aquaman. I didn't notice that. Uh he was one of the CGI folks in Aquaman, so that's that's understandable. Um He was in Captain Marvel. Yeah. He was in Guardians. Yeah. He's all over the place. Yeah, and I thought he did a pretty great job at Shazam. I thought he brought that like a uh, sort of Odin esque type of uh, presence to this very silly movie. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, is that him though? <laughs> like, <laughs> how how is he everywhere? I don't know. I like it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's he's getting good work. Okay, well, you got anything else you want to say about Shazam, DJ? My bad, Shazam, DJ. <laughs> yeah, we've been inconsistent. Um. Shazam is probably one of my favorite movies of 2019 so far. Uh, well, <laughs> what do you? No knocks on Shaz- No knocks on Shazam, but 2019 has not been super fruitful so far. Well, I mean, yes, I, that that is true. But I mean, Shazam <laughs> was a lot of fun, which leads me into my next topic. I think uh, we should do a top 10 of q1 2019 but also include everything before avengers so that we can actually get 10 movies (laughs) okay yeah we had talked about this because when we got to the end of march we were both at like six or seven movies yeah it was a bit depressing yeah so i've made an effort i'm at like eight now and i think i can get to 10 for our next episode oh cool so yeah let's do a top 10 of q1 extended 2019 because you know the people love our top 10 lists and i love our top 10 lists they're a lot of fun (laughs) but really i'm only saying this because aaron i have to talk to you about a movie that i saw 
I think I'm, I know which one this is. Yeah, I bet you do. And I just, I need to discuss it, but I think it needs a, a proper venue in a top 10. Okay, okay. And I'm excited for you to do that. I'm going to say, I'm not going to go see that one. Don't, don't do it. Okay, okay. So if you want to find out what that movie is, <laughs> tune in probably next episode, which will be our top 10. Actually, there will be a mainly Marvel in between now and then. So technically not next episode, but... Yeah, and also, by the way, Mainly Marvel is uh, coming to a close pretty soon here. Avengers is only a couple weeks away. I think I'm ready. So I, I think I, I might be Marvel now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm feeling the fatigue pretty hard, so I think seeing this last movie is going to be pretty cathartic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll have that, and also our Movie Wager episode is going to be going up uh, at some point. We're recording it soon so i don't know when it'll be uploaded but uh for new listeners if you don't know what we're talking about so the summer movie wager we take the movies coming out from the last weekend of april until labor day weekend and aaron myself and a couple of our friends get on here and we predict what the top 10 movies of the summer are going to be by domestic box office so not talking about quality or anything like that it's just what we think is going to make the most money it's probably one of my favorite times of the year, so that's going to be going up shortly as well. Yeah, that was a fun episode last year. We really had fun with that, so uh, maybe some people will join us this time. Yeah, yeah. If any of you listeners out there feel like putting together your own list, shoot it our way. Let us know. We'll be interested. Uh, and they can shoot it our way by sending it to our email address, which is mainlymoviespod at gmail.com. Um, or you could just, I guess, drop your top ten in the iTunes reviews, along with five stars, if you wanted to. <laughs> okay, yeah, anything else? This is a really good movie. People should go see it. I agree, I agree. <laughs>